Welcome to the Idea Stream Podcast. I'm your host, Jonathan Vogel. In this podcast, I do things differently than most other podcasts where I literally just take out my phone and for a couple minutes every day, I record my journey as an entrepreneur. I wanted to share with you this idea of arguing and debating and is it actually worth your time, especially through this COVID time. There's a lot of people that want vaccines, that don't want vaccines, that see the science, that don't see the science, that think the science is one thing and think the science is the other thing. And it's causing a lot of division and segregation in our population. I'm just going to say that, put that out there. You know, a lot of people are getting the vaccines. A lot of people aren't. I'm not going to share my view on that. But I wanted to share with you my thoughts on the whole mechanics of how we're interacting with each other and communicating each other uh, about our opinions, about what we believe and our biases. And what I'm realizing is that most people... (laughs) don't know how to argue and they don't know how to debate and i can tell you every time i've talked to somebody i've won every argument and every debate you know why because i follow a step-by-step plan and the first step in that plan and i'll share it with you is to avoid arguing in the first place you're like yeah well duh but (laughs) hear me out hear me out there's a reason to this madness and the reason to why i might sound a little cocky here the the reason is um that by avoiding arguing, avoiding the debate, it actually doesn't sour the relationship. And you're like, yeah, of course, Jonathan, but hear me out, hear me out. I'm reading this book called How to Win Friends and Influence People by Dale Carnegie. I'll link the book in the show notes. And he talks about human relationships, how to find the best in people, how to draw out their excitements, how to draw out the their likeness toward you. And one of the key things is most people argue and they, they don't take time. And this, this is the reason why you, do, you want to avoid arguments is because it's more important to listen to the other person than it is to argue with them and prove your point. You may be right 100%, but if you don't listen to the other person, make them feel heard and validated, then there's no point in arguing because nobody's going to listen to each other. They just want to communicate what they want to say and what their opinion is and they want to feel heard and they want people to listen to them so if you can be the bigger person and listen to them hear them out because that's all everyone wants they want to be heard and validated find a sense of fulfillment and meaning in life and part of that is communicating their thoughts and ideas and their opinions and their biases right this is what i believe this is what i think should happen blah blah blah. you know and it's like i hear you i hear you i understand what you're saying is this right asking them questions and trying to make them feel heard and validated makes them feel like you are interested in them and wanting to hear what they have to say, right? So step one, avoid the argument. And step two is set a premise, right? Set a premise. What do I mean by a premise? If you, if you have to go into an issue like this vaccine thing, or you're going to your colleague at work or whatever, or it's, or it's a family member or whatever. And it's, let's say it's some other issue too. It doesn't have to be vaccine specific, but set a premise. And most people don't do this. And I see this with politicians. I see this with debates, the pro-life movement. I see this with a lot of different big movements that people are standing for something. But when they debate, they debate on television or whatever, they don't set a premise. It's the news doesn't allow for a premise. They don't, which is stupid. I think it should, but a premise, what do I mean by premise? Hear me out. A premise is basically setting a self up for, uh, how to argue and how to debate. A lot of people aren't doing this. They just go into this debate and they're coming in with facts and stuff. But the premise is this. You know, if I'm going to have a debate with someone on something, let's say it's this vaccine thing, pro or, pro or against it, for it or against it, 
then I need to, you know, and it's especially someone that, that I know, it's like set the premise of I want our relationship to be close. This should not get in the way of our relationship. And I want you to know that I want to hear you out. I want to hear you out, but in exchange, hear me out. Okay. I really, and this is part, this kind of bleeds into step number three, uh, three for this to process, which is agree to set a goal, to understand each other, not to change each other from the start before you even debate. I want, I, I want to foster this relationship. I believe this relationship is important to me. I trust you. And I want to understand where you're coming from because I might have a flaw in my own argument. I'm a human. I'm not perfect. I don't know everything. And I'm recognizing that. So I want to understand where you're coming from to help me form my information and my bias better. Now, you may not change me, but I want this. Let's let's agree to understand each other, not to change each other. When you set that boundary when you set that premise things change the motives change and if the other person still wants to change you then that's where you go back to step one well i can't we can't we have to agree to disagree then if you want to change me but i'm willing to hear you out and i'm willing to understand where you're coming from and that might end up changing me but let's try to argue or debate to understand versus to change that has literally changed for me. This is, that's literally revolutionized every argument and every debate I've ever had when we set the premise. It's like, oh, so you're going to take time to let me fully flush out my thoughts because I know my brain does not communicate my words as fast as I would like or as clearly and eloquently as I, I'd liked. But I'm going to try to, for the next couple minutes, I'm going to try to just outflow my thoughts to you and knowing that we want this relationship to be together and we want and we want this conversation to have a chance for us to each be heard and understood then once that premise has been set up you've set the goal and you've tried to avoid it in the first place but if you can't avoid it so avoid set the premise set a goal then it comes down to okay now we're going to talk about it now we're going to flush it out and we're going to seek to communicate, seek to understand. That's where the mechanics come in and that's where some of the, the uh, apologetic skills and those things start to come in. But with, the, with the, the heart of listening, and this is the fourth thing, listening more than you talk. Listening more than you talk. This is how I do it. And I'm not saying you should do this. I'm saying for me, this is what worked. Following this, I avoid the argument. If I, don't, if I can't avoid it, we set a premise. We set a goal. And then I listen more than I talk. And if I go first, I, uh, this is my opinion. This is why it's my, I think it's my opinion. Do you understand what I'm saying? And if, if, they, if, my other, if the other person I'm talking to doesn't understand the concept of reflective listening, and if you're not familiar with that either, we walk through that as part of the, the premise. But when I, and basically we w- listen more than we talk. So what does that mean? So if, if the other person is, is it's their turn to, to, to communicate and I'm trying to truly understand them, Part of the, one of the skills you can use is reflective listening. And if they don't, so to, to explain it, reflective listening is basically, basically when someone says something and they tell their story, when you have a moment and it's your turn to speak, when, the, when that part of the conversation actually comes up, then you say something like, so what you're saying is this, or to summarize what you're saying, 
what I hear you saying, any of these lead-in hooks for your sentence, the first part of your sentence, so what I hear you saying is this. Because when it comes to communication, you, the other person's thinking an idea, it doesn't come out exactly right when they say it, and then you interpret it something different than what they first thought, and then you say it even different than what you're thinking. So by the time you communicate it back to them, you're getting this four-filter message that is completely different probably, most likely, most of the time, completely wrong from the other person. When the other person tries to communicate something, you're hearing it wrong than what they're trying to say in their mind. So you, as the listener, are obligated. It is your obligation to make sure you understand them because you've set the premise to understand, not to change. So you need to understand where the other person's coming from. Understand where they're coming from. Ask them, is this what, you're, is this what you mean? Is this what you, for example, I'm going to use a very, very basic example. Let's say the other person got some cookies. They just saw the cookies in the cookie jar. They opened it up and they're about to take a cookie, cookie but uh, they, they don't take a cookie and they put it back in the jar. I'll, 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 uh, I want to lose some weight. Let's do that. So what they're saying is, oh, those are some great cookies. I love looking at those cookies. That's what they're thinking in their mind. But what they say is, oh, these cookies are awesome. And you're like, okay, but you go to the cookie jar. I'm like, wait a minute. Did he eat one of the cookies? Did they eat one of the cookies? So you say, wait, you ate one of the cookies? How dare you? And what that, that would come across as, for example, I thought, how dare you? But then I say, because I have my listening skills, because I have my listening skills, I'm like, so what you're saying is you ate one of the cookies. Because I'm trained as a listener more than a speaker, they, they're thinking, let me, let me recap. This might be a little confusing for you. I'm kind of getting lost on a tangent here. Let me say it again. So the person thought, I, should I, I like these cookies. They look amazing. I'm about to take one, but I don't. Put it back. And then they say, oh, look, these cookies are awesome. Right? Then I hear that. And I'm like, how dare you eat a cookie? Those are my cookies. You shouldn't eat a cookie. That's what I'm thinking. But then I say, because I know I'm a good listener. So what you're saying is you ate one of my cookies. Because I use that trick, they're going to be like, no, 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 that's not, that's not what I said. That's, that's not what I meant. They're clarifying with you. Does that make sense? If it doesn't, let me know. Uh, feel free to message me. Uh, my, my number is 604-316-9029. You can just message me. It's like, hey, I don't understand this, and I'd love to help you out with that. Um, but the, the idea is reflective listening. Let's, let's go a step above. So reflective listening to get back out of that example and back to the, 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 the arguing template Reflective listening is super important, and most people don't do it. You see the, the debates with the presidents, the politicians, the news, and everything. It's just like most people are infants. They're almost idiots at times when it comes to listening and truly arguing and debating properly. Not, not, not even properly. I, let me take that back. Effectively. Effectively arguing. Because you may prove your point. You may be, feel like it's successful. You've beaten the other person down. But what does that do? That doesn't make them want to come over to your way of thinking any more than they did before. If anything, it makes them more hardened to want to stick to their guns because you've hurt their pride. You didn't make them feel important. You didn't make them feel heard and validated. So therefore, they're not going to listen to you and they're going to just not hear and open themselves up to understanding. So again, let's recap. Avoid an argument if all possible. Avoid them if debates. Avoid them all if at all possible. But if you have to go into debate for something and it's important enough that you have to go into it, Set a premise. I want this relationship. I don't want to put you down. 
let's and then you set the goal of let's let's argue or debate to understand not to change because if we understand each other we may end up changing but if we don't understand each other we're not going to change so let's under let's argue to understand before arguing to change and then listen more than you speak and then the last one is avoid okay so so it, this is a hard hard one to to articulate but it's the idea of make the other person feel important and make the other pe- person feel like th- they did a good job articulating their point of view so it's like it's like complimentation complimenting but also lifting the other person up so it's like make the other person feel important make the other person feel important and thank them thank them for willing to debate with you thank them for their point of view. You don't have to agree with that, but you're like, I really appreciate how you articulated it. Thank you so much for understanding because you put a lot of work in and you set up the premise with them. You set up the goal with them. You've done a lot of stuff and you've asked them to do something different than what they normally would do, which is a lot of extra work. So thank them for that. Be grateful that they were willing to open up to you and understand you. Gratitude and kindness goes a long way in this, folks. And that's why I win every argument and debate. Because the win is not to be right. The win is to understand. So I win. Not, okay, so let me, let me be real with you. Not all the time, but 90%, 99% of the time, I win through understanding. Because now I have an ally in my pocket. They may not see the same way as me, and they may not agree with me. But the relationship, the relationship's still there. We've built trust. We've built understanding and respect, and gratitude and kindness for that from that interaction. That will last way longer than them feeling beat down and feeling like they haven't been heard and validated, and feel like they haven't been listened to. Folks, listen to people. Listen to them. Don't make their problems your own, but listen to what they have to say. Listen to what they have to have to say. So let's go through the checklist one more time. Avoid arguments and debates, if, all, if at all possible. If you have to go into one, step two, set a premise. Set a premise of, I want, to, and say the things that should be understood. If, even if it's on television, it's like, I want to set a premise for this first to be like, I value our relationship. This shouldn't get in the way of our relationship. And then set the goal of, Step three, step, set the goal of let's, ar- let's argue and debate to understand versus try to change each other. I want to really understand your position, but at the same time, I really want to feel in exchange for that. I hope that you would have the, the, the willingness to listen to what I have to say in full, knowing that my brain doesn't connect to the mouth very, very well. When I say something, it's probably going to offend you a little bit, but I, that might just be me trying to clarify out my thoughts and I might be wrong because you, I don't, I'm not perfect. I'm human. I'm, I'm not exactly, you know, my, my bias might not be completely formed. And I know that on myself. I'm not perfect. I don't know everything. So set that goal of to see, to, we're going to argue and the win to win this argument. If we understand each other, that's the win, not to change each other. And then four, listen more than you speak, say your piece, but then really listen to the other person. Cause they haven't probably argued like this before. And let them feel heard and validated and understood. Feel like, yes, yes, that's it. This is exactly it. You're right. You're right. You're right. And then, as St. Thomas Aquinas does, refute them graciously. Destroy their argument if you think you're right. 
but do it in the most grace, graceful way. Thank them so much for their time. Thank them so much for willing to argue like in this method. Thank you so so much for willing to open up to you and to be and thank them so much for being willing to listen to you in the first place. You're going to have much more friends, way more allies, less enemies. The world would just become a better place, honestly, with this method. I've used it so much. It's a proven method. And I'm not, I didn't make this up. This is proven. Go to People Skills. Go to How to Win Friends and Influence People. Those are two different books that will change your life that talk about these things. I'll link them in the show notes. So make sure you go check them out. And I'll see you tomorrow. Thank you so much. Take care. Bye-bye.